It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Jill, and I can't believe it, but this is our 20th episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast. So thank you all so much for listening to the podcast, for sending us your emails um, with your own recommendations for books, and for just reaching out and connecting uh, with us regarding the podcast. We appreciate all of your support. Um in today's episode, this is a good thing for those of you who listen to podcasts, we are actually talking about audiobooks, which we offer through the Overdrive app um, through your local public library. And if you're a podcast listener, you're probably an audiobook listener as well. So today, May 5th, um, the day this episode is released, the Overdrive Sync program starts, which is a free, sort of like a summer reading, but more like a summer listening program for teens um, over the age of 13, where each week they can get two free audiobooks from the website is uh, audiobooksync, that's S-Y-N-C.com. They get two free audiobooks every week if they um, check the website, and the best part is they get to actually keep those audiobooks. It's not like a library book where it has to be returned at the end of the program. So it's it's a great program for um, teens, for families, for people traveling, even if you're not a teen, go check out the book titles. There are some really, really great ones that adults can appreciate as well. So in this episode, we talk about some of our personal favorite audiobooks that we're listening to or have listened to in the past. And then at the end of the episode, we have a interview with Michelle Cobb, who works for Audiophile Magazine, who is our partner in the Sync program. And um, she and Adam talk a little bit more about the Sync what it's all about. And so that's a fun interview at the very end of the episode. So keep listening after we're done talking about our audiobooks. As always, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and email us directly at feedback at overdrive.com. Okay, happy reading and thanks for listening. Bye. And welcome to the 20th episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. I'm your host, Jill, and today I have with me Sheila and Adam. Hello, everyone. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Excited to talk about some audiobooks and all that good stuff. Good. Welcome back, Sheila. Thank you for inviting me back. Of course. Yeah, we're here to talk about audiobooks. Mm -hmm. Which, if you listen to podcasts, you probably <laughs> should listen to audiobooks if you don't already. This would be what you call a captive audience <laughs> in the marketing world. Indeed, indeed. So has anybody been listening to any good audiobooks lately? Why don't you start, Sheila? Well, I just finished The Verdict. Okay. Um, and if you like uh, Grisham Law type of uh, books... Um, it's written by Nick Stone and it's uh, narrated by a... a it's a British book, so right. you have the accent on the book, so if you're comfortable with British accents, I highly recommend it. It's very good. It has uh, the British humor, mm -hmm. and um, 
I just thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was a wonderful read on my commute. Yes. You have so, a long one, too, don't you? Yeah, a little one. Little. Just a little one. <laughs> but I get a lot of audiobooks listened to in that way, and it passes the time. You know, I leave home, and I'm here before I know it. Yeah. Same way going home. Like, wow, I'm home already, and I don't even, the, the traffic jams don't even bother me, because I'm like, oh, good, I get to listen to this for a little I, while longer. Okay, honest question. <laughs> Who has driven longer than they needed to, or taken the long route, or hung out in a parking lot? <laughs> I, find, I find myself sitting in my driveway, like, listening to the end of a chapter, and I can hear my dogs barking inside, because they've heard, they know that I'm there. There and I'm yep. just sitting there waiting to get to the end of the chapter. I'm very guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like sitting in a parking lot at like the mall. I was like, I have to go shopping, but I don't want to stop listening yet. So I'm just going to oh, You know what out. I do is I take my headphones out, plug them into my phone so I don't miss anything. See, I can still keep going. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. I end up just, so I'll I take our dogs for really long walks and I'll be listening to, you know, the audiobooks on the walks and. I'll find myself as continuously like extending the walk, mm-hmm. and to the point where both my dogs are looking back at me like, "We want, we're good. <laughs> That's enough." <laughs> Just because I, I want to get to the end of a chapter, or the end of a book. Right? Yeah, I do with runs. When I go mm-hmm. on runs, I listen to um, audiobooks, and it's it's helpful because the run doesn't quite seem as torturous sometimes. I completely agree. Sometimes, like that first mile is always the worst, and yes. it takes a while to get into it. But if I have the audiobook. It, is a bit of a distraction mm-hmm. and makes runs a little more tolerable. Plus, you're not as focused on like, how many miles or how right. many minutes have I been yes. running because just, you know a chapter could be just, varying length. So yeah, it's perfect. Yes, agreed. So yay audiobooks! Mm-hmm. Yay. yay audiobooks! Have you been listening to any audiobooks, Jill? I have. Um, so we are recording this the day after <laughs> the uh, second episode of the sixth season of Game of Thrones. Ugh. And so everyone's still kind of like, oh my God, what's happening with Game of Thrones? So no spoilers, no spoilers. if you have it. But um, I read the books many years ago. Um, so I, though, after watching that, I was like, it's been a while since I've read the Game of Thrones books and I decided to pull them up on audiobook um so we have them and they are narrated by uh roy well the first one at least is narrated by roy detrice i think and again it's that british accent he does voices too which is kind of fun um for the different characters so i have been listening to that and i'm assuming you put the uh the lending period for that one on as, as long as you can because those are those are pretty big pretty yeah big they are they are pretty big books mm-hmm. um so yes that is an option of course we in our in our app is to kind of extend the lending period mm-hmm. if necessary which yeah. is a nice little handy thing for situations but again like with the commute and my runs um and listening to them here at work which a lot of people do listen mm-hmm. to audiobooks yeah it won't be a problem yeah <laughs> We definitely have one of those offices where it's not frowned upon to have headphones in all the time, and you'll see lots of people. In most offices, you might assume they're listening to Spotify or anything like that, right. but at Overdrive, we're all listening to audiobooks all the time. There's so. a very safe assumption mm-hmm. to assume everyone's listening to audiobooks, yeah. for sure. So. What about you, Adam? So I I will get to some of the audiobooks I've been reading a little bit. I have a, a, very, a very long list of recommendations, but the two books that I've been reading, uh, one is called Wolf by Wolf by Ryan Graudine, I believe her, that's how you pronounce her last name. I don't want to get too much into it because we may or may not be doing a podcast with her in the near future. Got it. Suffice to say, it's a really fantastic book. It's basically if Hitler had won World War II and then that's kind of where it starts. 
Um, and then I also just reread Sick in the Head by Judd Apatow. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge comedy nerd, which you'll see when you hear all of my recommendations. Um, but with Gary Shandling passing away recently, that reminded me of his interview in Sick in the Head, which basically it's just Judd Apatow has spent his entire life not only being a writer and a movie producer, he does these unbelievable interviews with all of these comedy geniuses who people might not realize he has close relationships with. So he put all of these interviews together in one huge book. And it's just these amazing interviews with Jerry Seinfeld and Chris Rock and Gary Shandling and all these people who, if you're a comedy fan from the 70s and 80s, all the way up to like, if you love Amy Poehler or Amy Schumer, like there's just Mm -hmm. everything you can possibly imagine. So I've been reading those. Like I said, I've got a whole bunch of audiobook recommendations that we'll get to in a minute here, but those are both really, really great if you're if you're interested. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. So speaking of recommendations. Sure. Okay, I'll get these out of the way. I, <laughs> I apologize it's a really long list, but just as a reminder to everyone, you can go to overdrive.com and see all the books we're going to talk about so you don't try to furiously write all of these right. down. So every book that I want to tell you right now are audiobooks that are narrated by the comedian who wrote them. So uh, again, I'm a huge comedy nerd. So Born Standing Up by Steve Martin, uh, Billy Crystal's 700 Sundays, I Must Say by Martin Short, um, Brain Droppings by George Carlin, little bit of adult language in that one. Right. Um, my personal favorite comedian right now is Rob Delaney, and his book is called Mother, Wife, Sister, Human, Warrior, Falcon, Yardstick, Turban, Cabbage. Uh, it's kind of a playoff. He's really big on Twitter, and if you mm. ever go on people's Twitter bios, they like to say oh, yes. <laughs> single word sentences to say what they are, so he has a play on that. Um, You're Doing It Right by Michael Ian Black, Paddle Your Own Canoe, and Gumption by Nick Offerman are both mm-hmm. amazing. He's Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, if you're not familiar. Uh, yes, Please by Amy Poehler, uh, America Again by Stephen Colbert, Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey, if you haven't listened to it. Uh, Choose Your Own Autobiography by Neil Patrick Harris. And then one that was surprisingly funny was Almost Interesting by David Spade. Oh. Talks a lot about Chris Farley and their oh. relationship. And um, David Spade is really, really funny. And it's very surprising at how much I enjoyed that one. So Yeah, I really like David Spade. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes he... I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's like not taken seriously... As a comic, just yeah. sort of like in the industry, and then like he was big in the 90s, mm-hmm. but then sort of disappeared. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. And people think of him as like Chris Farley's sidekick right. because of Tommy Boy and Black Sheep and mm-hmm. their time at Saturday Night Live. But his stand-up is hilarious, and he just has this incredibly sarcastic, dry sense of humor. And once you kind of get into his beats and realize what he's doing, it's right. unbelievable. So. Again, those are all, you can go to overdrive.com and see that full list, but basically if you enjoy comedy or just like laughing, and it's great for me because I do a lot of writing here, so I can't always be 100% focused in the book, so I'm always afraid I'm going to miss something, but if you have these comedians, it's just like hearing a 12-hour version of their stand-up sets. Yeah. So they're, it's really, it's a great way to have stuff in the background, and you might look like an idiot like I do sometimes, just like cackling like a fool (laughs) at my desk, but. That's okay. Yeah. Amy Schumer has hers coming out in August. Yes, she does. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. She's fantastic. So. Good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, those like I said, those are all mine. Those are all my, my comedy ones. So how about you, ladies? Any recommendations for audiobooks? Oh, I just got a couple here I came with today. Um, 
I've been into my foodie binge lately, and so I've read The Kitchens of the Great Midwest, and it's a really intriguing story, and it follows this girl from the time she was a baby to where she is now a chef and has these exotic dinners and charges $10,000 a person to go to her meals. But she sources all her food. She knows where the food comes from. So, I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. And then um, another one was the Dorito effect. Yes, I... And I was like... heard a lot about that. Yeah, it's good. And the um, the audiobook is good. Yeah, it's... um, I just... You know, just read it. You really need just to listen to it, uh, in my case. Um, but it was is it's really intriguing to know about um, how we taste food mm-hmm. and how everything is chemically produced now. And yep. it's like, I love my Doritos. I know. <laughs> what do I do? So it's like, um, yeah, just give it a, give it a whirl and see what you think and contemplate it for a minute. But. Yeah, that's where I was at. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, it's narrated by the author, and it won an audiophile, which is an industry, an audiophile earphone award, mm-hmm. which is an industry award for um, audiobooks. So is so. it kind of, because I haven't read it yet, I know a lot of people mm-hmm. in the office has, is it sort of along the same lines as like Fast Food Nation, where it, because that had the same thing, that book, where it talked about the fact that these scientists basically can make things taste that's like... That's exactly what it is, Okay. Yes. Yeah, that terrifies me. As <laughs> someone who likes to cook all this food from scratch and stuff, that yeah, that makes me yeah so paranoid. Yeah, so. and some of the food, um, and I I just remember he was talking about tomatoes in one chapter, um, and I like years ago I had like this really good tomato salad with like an heirloom tomato. This tomato salad was so good. I still remember how this tomato salad was. And, like, you knew, but, like, you knew it was an heirloom. It had been locally sourced. And so, I'm like, oh, like, this is what a tomato was supposed to taste like. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and there's so many stories about fruits and vegetables that are either, like, way larger than they used to be or they're just completely, they don't taste anything like what they used to because it's all... I'm the strawberry sniffer in the store. Mm-hmm. I go in and I got the cart of the strawberries. Yeah. I go, I can't smell this, and it doesn't smell like a strawberry. I'm putting it down. Yeah, yeah. He talks a lot about, like, just heirloom foods. Like, yeah. I always just think of heirloom foods as just, like, fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. but it's pretty much any food can right. be an heirloom food if it kind of comes from, like, isn't... Um, I don't even know how you would describe it, but he talks about, like, chickens a lot. Uh-huh. Like, chickens came up and what chickens are really supposed to be like <laughs> versus what we are, sir, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's intense. Make sure uh, to rethink all of your food choices. I, like I said, <laughs> as someone who's already incredibly obsessive about the food we eat in our house, I might have to avoid this one. I feel like I would be Now you know why there's chickens, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, you'll get that kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel, oh, I'm literally borderline obsessive compulsive about what we eat. I feel like this would not be a good thing for me. Maybe ever. not. You probably want to stay away from this one, but for everybody else... I highly recommend this. It's, it's a really good book, though. It is it's, good. It's worth the contemplation. And yeah. it's just, you know, if you're just starting out trying to figure out what is food, mm-hmm. it's a good place to start. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's some good stuff. So the reason that we are doing this podcast about audiobooks is first June is Audiobook Month. Indeed. So I'm sure you'll see across all of our platforms and the mm-hmm. channels, you'll see lots of audiobook 
programming and, and news and, and things like we're that. We're just getting a little bit of a head start here. A little bit of a yeah. head start. And the reason we're getting a, a head start is there's a really great program that we work with Audiophile Magazine on called Audiobook Sync. And the purpose of it is to promote summer reading through audiobooks for young readers and, and students, um, basically to help prevent the summer slide. And so, um, Sheila, I know you, you know you have more experience with working with schools, but can you maybe explain what the summer slide idea is? The whole well, the whole idea is that, um, when students take a break for summer from school, um, they tend not to read anything. Um, and so teachers and librarians you know, started to try to get them to read. You could read magazines, you could read graphic novels, you could read all this. Um, but kids don't want to sit down in summer and read. Um, but what we noticed lately is that they have their iPods plugged in or their phones, smartphones plugged in, and they're listening to music, but at the same time, they could also be listening to a book. Mm -hmm. And um, audiobooks help students because they help them with um, a vocabulary and word phrasing and, and different other um, elements of literacy that they need to strengthen. And if they can listen to a book over the summer, they're not sitting down with their physical book they could actually listen to it mm -hmm. and and still maintain their um, vocabulary and their learning throughout the summer i think the vocabulary is a very important part of it because there are those words especially with the english language that don't sound anything like what right. they look and sometimes it's not until you actually hear it pronounced that you know what that word actually sounds like so and i think that's why it's such a great thing audiobooks is such a great thing to use with young kids especially and the sync program is kind of for 13 and over but for young kids if you are traveling with you know like a six or a seven year old who's just kind of learning those developmental reading skills listening to an audiobook in the car and letting them hear sentence structure and how things are pronounced and you know being able to hear the context of certain words it it's something that people might not realize you know a lot of times people think you get a better vocabulary and lexicon by only reading something mm -hmm. but if you hear it it's it does the exact same for you for sure yeah and then so just for everyone listening and we're going to have a little bit more information later in the podcast we did an interview with michelle cobb from audiophile magazine but what the sync program is is it's a free summer audiobook program for teens uh, basically it runs may 5th which is the day this podcast is released through august 17th and every single week Sync gives away two complete audiobook downloads each week. So there's 30 titles total, and they pair a high-interest title with something that might be a, a classic kind of uh, some, a classic title that might align with it. So mm -hmm. each week you can go to audiobooksync.com and get these titles completely for free. And again, we they're great for, for students, but they're also great for parents who want to kind of share the reading experience with their children. I think in summer, if, if parents are taking, you know, um, traveling and mm -hmm. they're all in the car together, it's a shared experience too. Mm -hmm. If you just put the same audiobook on the speaker system of your car and everyone's listening, it's that's kind of cool. Yeah, and then I mean, and then that sparks you know, conversations with your family. You can all talk about the book and uh, what the students were learning and, and what you got out of it. And it's really, it's just a really great program that's completely for free. And what's nice about this is you download the title of the two titles every single week 
and they're available only for one week to download, but you get to keep those titles as long as you want. They're they're yours to keep. So they don't get returned. They, they're yours. Yeah. Enjoy them anytime you want. Um, and if you go to audiobooksync.com, you can see all the titles that are available. There's some really, really good stuff in there. Indeed. A lot of award winners, Prince Award winners, um, top 10 uh, books for teens. Um, and they're, they are um, coupled with some great nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, the way they grouped them this year is just phenomenal. Um, I highly recommend this program. Yeah, there's some good stuff for sure. So, so yeah, I, like I said, it, we just really wanted to spread the word about this. It does start um, the day that this podcast comes out, which is May 5th. Mm-hmm. And then uh, make sure you go in to audiobooksync.com to get those titles by Thursday of every week because that's once the titles are gone and the next two titles come up, you, you've missed your chance to get those too. So um, you can sign up for a newsletter from them. You'll get an alert every single week to go get those titles. But definitely make sure you check out audiobooksync.com um, for that information. Yeah. Yay, audiobooks. Absolutely. Good stuff. Okay. Um, like I said, I know that it, coming after this, we have an interview with Michelle Cobb, but anything else you guys want to talk about? Any books coming out? Anything? No. Not so much? Not so much. Yeah. Not this one. Not this particular yeah, absolutely. episode. Yeah. You, Sheila, is there anything coming out? No, I'm just on something fun right now. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm listening to... Um, as you wish, mm. Princess Bride. Oh, that was so good! All the way, and I stumbled across it today, <laughs> and I said, "Oh yes, I have to." Oh, it's yes. so good. He's so good. He's so good. I sorry. I obviously people can't see us in a podcast, but watching Jill's face go from subtle confusion when Sheila said "as you wish" to realizing what it was from was amazing. Oh uh, no, the book is so good. Yeah, he uh, he talks about experiences on. The Princess Bride. No, I can make movie quotes from that movie, and it's just, it was, it's a fun ride. It's a real fun ride. I think actually in a previous podcast, Joe and I talked about how we could quote the entire movie. We probably <laughs> did. I feel like all of, like, like, we're all in, like, the perfect age range of that movie. It was, like, yes. right, uh, the book and the movie was so For good. For sure. For sure. Well, what about you? Anything coming out? Um, no, I like I said, I've been really focused on the the older, the comedy ones that I'm yeah. obsessed with. That Amy Schumer's coming out mm-hmm. in you know, August is one that I would really look forward to. But um, I know that Neil Gaiman's book that's coming out, um, View from the Cheap, Cheap Seats. Seats, not only is the book coming out in May, but he's I've been seeing on his Instagram that he's also recording the audiobook and anything Neil Gaiman reads. I mean, anything he writes, I will read, and anything he reads, I will listen to. So right. That would be the one that I'm most excited about. So, well, if we're talking good. Neil Gaiman, fortunately, The Milk, oh. highly recommended on audiobook for the kids. It's, oh, fortunately. It was so funny, and it's such a good story. Highly recommended. You can listen to that one going to the grocery store. I'm going to co-sign. It's so good. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. It makes me so happy. All right. That's about it. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. So if you keep listening, um, we have an interview coming up next mm-hmm. with Michelle Cobb that Adam did. So find out a little bit more about the Audiobook Sync program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. I hope you guys enjoy that. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Hi everyone, this is Adam from Team Overdrive, and I'm coming to you, to you, coming to you once again from the Public Library Association meetings in Denver. I am joined by Michelle Cobb, who is the publisher with 
Audiophile Magazine. Michelle, thank you for joining us today. Glad to be here. So Michelle works with us very closely at Overdrive. She's an old friend of everyone at the company. Um, but what I'm really excited to talk to you about is the audiobook sync program that we've been doing with you for a few years. So can you maybe give our listeners who might not be aware of what it is just a little rundown of what the sync program actually is? Sure. Basically what it is is it's a free audiobook program designed for teens. Mm-hmm. So what we do is each week we pair two titles together and we aim it at teens mm-hmm. and we hope they will come to the site download and keep the audiobooks and listen to them. And so why do you think it's so it's so important for young readers and young students to start engaging with audiobooks? It's a really good question. So first of all, I think it's important to experience literature in different ways mm-hmm. and hearing it. Oral tradition is a really fun way to get involved in a book. Absolutely. It can give you a different sense of culture, uh, different sense of accents, and sometimes, especially with teens, where you have to read certain titles that are classic, they might be a little bit harder to absorb on the page. I know that for me, I did not enjoy Great Expectations by Charles Dickens until I heard it. And so it gives people a different way to experience a title. I think it it really helps with retention, too, because like you were talking about Charles Dickens, if especially for high school students and young readers, they do a lot of times have to read classics, which can be a challenging read, and it's difficult to follow the flow of the sentences and the structure. And so with the audiobooks, it's just a nice... It's read to you. It's a, you, you can kind of follow along a lot easier. It's almost like reading Shakespeare for the first time and then seeing it on stage. You actually yes. retain it a lot better because you can hear everything. So for our listeners, when does the sync program start? Because I like my favorite part about it is when it actually takes place. This year we're starting May 5th, which is a Thursday, and it runs all the way through August 17th. So it's 15 weeks, and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time, there's two new titles. And I think it's such a great idea to have the program run through the summer, because we do always, we try to fight against the summer slide, which teachers will be very aware of. Students tend to stop reading when it comes to summertime. But what's so great about this program is they can use these audiobooks when they're going for a run or traveling or you know, walking dogs or whatever it is. And so um, I just really am a, a big fan of the fact that you can do it all summer long, I guess I would say. Yeah, and I think the multitasking that you point out is important because, you know, we're very, very busy in our lives. And as you grow older, you have more responsibilities and you can probably read a bit less. Right. So I found when I switched from a teen to an adult by listening, I could really expand the number of books I was absorbing. Absolutely. And so as you mentioned, you like to pair one classic title with a newer title. Do you remember, I'm going to kind of put you in the spot where that idea came from because I really love how that works. Well, really it was the idea that teens have to absorb these classics uh-huh. and they can be difficult. Yeah. So maybe by taking something that was newer and exciting mm-hmm. and by putting it with something that is thematically similar, mm-hmm. it would encourage them to listen to both. Now okay. this year we've gotten away from pure classic and uh, teen pairing each week. Mm-hmm. And what we found was it's actually fun to do themes. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, the first week we're doing the Great Tennessee Monkey Trial by Peter Goodchild. Mm-hmm. It's all about the Tennessee Scopes Trial. Yeah. And we're pairing that with a title that is about uh, the rapture. So, a young girl's parents disappear in the rapture. 
and kind of two different takes on religion. Right. One and more non-fictiony, what, this is what actually happened, mm -hmm. but isn't it very dramatic? Right. And, hey, this really dramatic <laughs> event happened, you know, how does it precipitate on the rest sure. of life? So what are some of the other themes and titles that are going to be available throughout the summer? Well, one of my favorite pairings is Bone Gap, which actually just won the Prince Award. And that writing has always been talked about as being very classic, of, you know, the similar to Twain and mm -hmm. people like that. So we're pairing that with classic American short stories. Yes, makes sense, right? Absolutely. Um, are there some other ones that you're really excited about that are going to come out this summer? Definitely. Um, How It Went Down, Kekla Magoon. Mm -hmm. She is a really fun author, and I actually have had um, a nice time getting to know her a little bit. Sure. She writes these beautiful books, and this book that she's done has been reported in a multi-voice situation by and it's about the racial divide and the shooting of a young black man by a white man. And so, you know, that's a very heated topic. It's very topical. And that's actually paired with Tantor's autobiography of an ex-colored man, which was one of the first fictional memoirs and inspired a lot of African Americans to go on to become writers. Mm -hmm. People like Zora Neale Hurston read that. Yeah. So, you know, it's fiction and it's classic from quite some years ago, but sadly some of those themes haven't really changed. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned this earlier, but one of my, something I really love about the program is not only are you letting people use these titles, but they get to keep them. Absolutely. We really recommend that people download them into their OverDrive app on a computer mm -hmm. so that they can actually keep the file. Yeah. Um, if you download them all to your smartphone, that's going to take up a lot of space. Yes. And then if you update your app, you might not find them there anymore. Yeah. So download them to your computer and move them to a device. I cannot recommend that enough. You're absolutely right. I manage our social media at OverDrive, and so I get countless times where people will send us a tweet like, so I had these sync titles on my phone, and now they're gone because I got a new phone. So just as Michelle said, download the titles to your computer first, because then you can transfer them to your OverDrive app on any of the different devices that you might be using. Um, for our librarians who are listeners, we do do a webinar to kind of talk about the service. Do you have any information on that that they might... Sure. Yeah, that's coming up on April twenty uh, first, which is a Thursday, mm -hmm. and it's going to be myself and also Mary Berkey, mm -hmm. who is a former school librarian, and she is from the Sound Learning Program that the Audio Publishers Association does. So she'll be talking a bit about how literacy and audiobooks, you know, the importance of audiobooks within that circle. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be really exciting. And of course, the OverDrive team, who I love, yeah, is going to be you know giving you some tips on you know how to use it, how to encourage your patrons to use it and all of that. Absolutely. So where can our listeners get some more information about the SYNC program in case they just want to maybe see a little bit where the titles are, just get some more information from you? Audiobooksync.com. Mm -hmm. Very straightforward. Everything's there. <laughs> and you guys do a really great job of putting each title there and you do you know frequent blogs about which titles are, are coming out. And then I believe people can sign up to get emails from you so that at the beginning of each program, when you're announcing all these titles, they actually can get emails. Is that correct? Yes, and then each Thursday you'll get a, an alert saying, hey, come download the two new titles for this week. Also, teens love, of course, texting, so mm -hmm. we do have texting as well as an option to get those title alerts. Very nice. So I want to ask, away from the audiobook sync program, when you're not doing YA content and classics, what are some of the things that you enjoy listening to just kind of as your own personal enjoyment? 
that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually love a good thriller. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been on a, a kick of celebrity biographies. Yes. Autobiographies, because then, you know, it's in their own voice. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've been listening to some fun things like um, Bossy Pants mm-hmm. by Tina Fey. Of course. And, of course, uh, uh, yes, yes, Please, please by, by Amy Poehler. So... <laughs> I will say, if you are interested, one, I think I may have mentioned this a few times on our other podcast, so sorry to our listeners, but I love listening to comedians' autobiographies, because to me, it's like getting 12 hours of stand-up comedy from, like, Billy Crystal or Steve Martin and things like that, so I'm right on board. I tend to lean, from my audio perspective, with, like, humor, just because I'm always afraid I'm going to miss important parts of the story if I happen to be doing work and things like that. Well, and I have an eight-year-old, so I listen to a lot of children's audiobooks as well. So which, one, which ones are your eight-year-old's fans? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of them. She, she loves read-alongs. Mm-hmm. You know, she's reading at a much higher level, but she still loves those read-alongs. So sure. Art Dog, that Live Oak Media does, yeah. is one of her favorites. Uh, Lily's Purple Plastic Purse mm-hmm. is another really good one that she's uh, listened to. And right now we're doing 28 Days, mm-hmm. uh, which has different um, you know, pieces of African-American history. And so what do you hope that young readers and adult readers like get out of the sync program? An understanding of how awesome audiobooks are, really. <laughs> because here we are, we're giving it to you for free, mm-hmm. and we're also introducing you to the OverDrive app. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you'll be expanding and going into your library and trying more audiobooks. And one of my favorite things about audiobooks is I, we like to joke around and saying it lets you read when you can't read absolutely so people can you know if you're traveling like you said if you're listening if you're sitting in a car with your children you can listen to these titles using your bluetooth speakers or we've had people tell us that they'll be going for a swim and they use like the waterproof earbuds and they can actually listen while they're doing that type of thing so if you haven't tried audiobooks yet i highly recommend them they're such a great pairing with your physical books and your ebooks as a way to make sure that you're always getting this content here. It really always connects to your libraries. So, um, Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. Is there any other things you want to add or anything else that you want people to know about the SYNC program, just anything at all? No, I just dig it out. It's been great to be here, and we really appreciate all Overdrive does in partnering with us to introduce people to audiobooks. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us. And just as a reminder, as Michelle said, you can get all the information from the SYNC program at audiobooksync.com. Excuse me. All right. Thank you, guys, and thank you, Michelle, for joining us. Thank you. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. Hello, everyone. My name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all of the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com.